Hi everyone, uh, this is Impractical Women's Studies episode 2 of season 2, and it's a very special episode because I'm here with my mom today. Hi. Slightly unwillingly, <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. Um, we are in Muskoka right now, which I've decided to stay in for the summer, which has been really nice. Um, and yeah, tonight we decided to talk about toxic relationships and what that means and how to recognize them and when it is good to remove yourself from them. Um, so yeah, you good with that? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe it's time for some wine is okay. usually how it goes with Forrest. <laughs> Cheers. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're not doing a live stream for this tonight because... We are in Muskoka, and there's no internet up here, really, so uh, we're recording this, but it's going to be totally uncut, and then I'll just send it to Forrest, and it will be live on the Her Habitat page in two days, which is Friday. Um, so yeah, recently, I guess, I've kind of started trying to recognize toxic relationships in my life for the first time, kind of, um, and it's an interesting process. Because I think I had a sort of notion before with relationships that if it's a relationship, like, you just shouldn't give up on it, whatever it is. Like, you should just always keep trying mm. because it's, like, a relationship and that's special. Like, it's a band and, like, bands just have troubles or it's a relationship and relationships just have troubles or friends have troubles and whatever. But I guess it's figuring out where the line is of... A relationship and normal problems versus something that's greatly affecting your life. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What do you think of that? Uh, I do. I think that's what you experienced in your childhood is that you're a team when you're a family and you try and figure things out and try and work things out. Mm -hmm. But certainly, if it's not being worked out from a team standpoint yeah then you need to reevaluate that's a good way of looking at it as in like what you're saying is if you feel like you're the only person working that's when it bridges over to toxic yes and not a relationship uh, yeah and it's i guess the team is the best s description of that because the team all, of a relationship right yeah. is that you have a common goal and you all work towards the same thing yeah but if you're the only one who's setting the goals and working towards the goals then it's toxic because you're taking all of it on and you're yes. not getting yes whatever and then those people are feeding off of what you're creating yes for the two of you yes yeah. excuse me i'm getting a bug bite oh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't bring bug spray down i brought the whole bottle of wine though and i didn't get much credit for that but <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> um, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Do you think that you've had times in your life where you've had to like recognize a relationship as not being good and remove yourself from it? Uh, absolutely. Can you tell me about this? Um, I think I had a lot of in my younger years where I had friends that needed fixing. Yeah, that's like kind of. Like and, me, I think, an issue and of mine. As you know, yeah. I'm a fixer. Yeah. I'm a doer. Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. And so I would collect those friends and, yeah, try and fix them and then realize that 
I felt drained. Yeah, totally. And I think I also recently realized when it comes to trying to fix people and, like, help people, it doesn't really help them, like, at all. No. I don't think. No. It just makes you feel worse and just kind of gives them reason to continue doing what they're already doing. Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes... What I came to realize is I think sometimes people need to have things totally collapse for them. Yeah. In order to realize themselves what you already know. Like, if you're providing someone this, like, comfortable space to, like, grow in for them that you're just offering up, like, they're probably not going to grow because why would they? Because they're just, like, sitting there being like look at me, I'm comfortable, and I'm still doing my same old shit, so, like, why would I change it? Right. Yeah. So the question is, how do you recognize that toxic relationship? Yeah, that's what I'm struggling with, because I feel like I recently tried to recognize a lot of those things, maybe a little bit too late in my life, but it's just, like, the fear of, like, any other relationship ever again. (laughs) It's just, like, how do you recognize it before you're in a place where it's you've come so far with those people and it's heartbreaking to have to be like, it's just not right. Mm. Don't know. I don't know either. I think too bad. This isn't a live podcast because you could ask people. Yeah, true. (laughs) How do you guys know? Um, on that note, because it's not live, if you do have questions or comments, please do still send them to us and we would love to respond, just not live. Um, I think, I think you do know, maybe. I think it's maybe just not ignoring it. Mm. Like, for the sake of, like, I think for me, it's learning to not ignore things in someone else that stand out to me as negative and detrimental to me but I ignore them because I'm just so happy to have that person. Okay, wait, backtrack. I didn't follow that. Okay, like, if I have this, like, new great boyfriend or something, and I'm like, they're so great, and then they do a few things that I'm kind of like, oh, I didn't really like that so much, like, right when that happens. And I know that, like, every time someone would do something that I didn't totally agree with, like, I wouldn't not notice it. You, of course you Yeah, exactly. So, like... I think you do notice toxic relationships when they're starting, but it's just having the courage, I guess, to be like, hey, I didn't like that, like, right when it's starting, and, like, risk losing it from that starting point. Oh, well, then that's a whole different question. Oh. You just made an interesting point. It's yeah. risk losing it. Yeah. I think you always have to be prepared to take the outcome I know it's like when you have a kid when you say to them okay if you do this then this is what's gonna happen you have to be prepared to deliver that I know and I you have to be prepared to accept that I think that's something in a way that I haven't been prepared for and I think probably why not because it's like like you're why not I don't know I think I think probably a lot of people feel this way maybe more so younger people because I feel like I'm experiencing these, like, transitions in relationships for the first time. I think when you haven't had a lot of life experience, when you find people who you start to grow stuff with and you think you have stuff in common with, 
you're afraid to throw them away because it's like, what if there's no more? And like, well, the first step isn't throw them away. It well, comes yeah, back okay, to the you're, team, right? you're afraid. The first step, you're afraid to say, "Hey, but, this isn't working for me." And if they don't reciprocate, then to be strong enough and say, "Okay, this really isn't working." But doesn't it, the first step go back to the team model? Say, "Okay, we're a team. Here's how like this made me feel. Yeah. Here's how your behavior is this. And if you don't get what you need or want, yeah." then the team model's probably not working. Well, exactly. So that's when it crosses over into you just have to decide to separate yourself. Yeah. Well, you have to decide it's not going to work for you. Yeah. But it's just like, I think that takes a lot of courage for a lot of people. Because mm. it's, it's scary. It's scary being alone. Like, I'd say, I'd say I'm pretty good at it, but like myself and most people, I think it's like, it's... It's scary when you have people to think that you're, like, I don't know, maybe, like, too high-maintenance or whatever, and so you're asking too much of them, and you have to, like, end this relationship because of that, when, like, really you should have just stuck it out, and you could have had all these things, instead of, like, going and looking for something better. Okay, again, back to the team model and yeah. back to how you're feeling. Yeah. Isn't that what it's really all about? Because I agree, but do, do you, like... Because all... Wait a second. Because all the rest of the stuff... Yeah. ...doesn't really matter if it's not a, a trusting, comfortable relationship. Well, that's the thing is it, it totally doesn't matter, but, like, it's so easy to convince ourselves that it does, I think, especially because of, like, social media and whatever. It's, like... Oh status of having these friends this partner this if, and that you know if those things happen and you feel empty and feel sad then how can it how well, could social media be more important than that it is to a lot of people <laughs> really i i think so and i mean like even for your generation i think like it's still status like don't you think so many people stay in relationships for the status of just being in it Really? You don't think there's people who stay married because well, they just want to be married? Maybe there are, but... Oh, my God, please, they're so arms. But, I mean, that's that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, well, I'm just looking at it from like a you're asking broader point of view. I'm just saying, well, we were we came here because we're saying, like, how do you recognize a toxic relationship and stop it before it starts? And I'm saying, I think... That we do recognize it, but we stay in it because we're afraid to leave it. Well, that's very true. Yeah. 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 For many reasons, like But we're status. not talking about general people. We're talking about you and I. Well, we're also talking about general people because these are our general people mm. who are maybe experiencing something similar. And yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about like our personal experiences. No, I'm not necessarily saying mm. that, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do you feel like you've ever stayed in a not good friendship or relationship for too long? And why do you think you did that? Yeah, probably those reasons that you said. Yeah. Like the the upside and the Yeah. And the good sides of it is what you liked and you appreciated. Yeah, totally. But it's also I feel like 
I think for me at least the fear of not finding it again a little bit if you're feeling irrational I think it's it's totally possible but like I think when we're not feeling courageous that's that's interesting Mm because I think we had a discussion like I don't know 10 years ago yeah saying is there only ever one person for you in life and your philosophy was absolutely not and I still believe that I think it's just I think it comes down to self-worth I think Mm. and self-esteem for people Mm. because like if we valued ourselves as thinking we should have the absolute best from everything around us then we wouldn't stay with those kind of things I think well because you won't feel happy because you know you're not happy and you know that you deserve something or someone who could make you happy. Or, again, because yeah. you're not happy. Like, what's the point in staying True. Well, and that's the thing, too. Happy. It's just, like, it because actually doesn't matter if you're going to find someone else. <laughs> it just matters that you have yourself. And if you're not happy, then you just shouldn't be there. Well, can I ask you this question? Yeah. Have you been happy within yourself since leaving toxic relationships? Yes. I think I am more myself. I actually... Mm. did a good mantra to myself this morning that was a new one because mm. um, I was feeling a little stressed out and it was just like get back to you <laughs> remember you and like that is really the thing cause and whenever, that's when you're happy right? yeah because whenever I remember who I am and I know who I am then I'm happy because like right me is a happy place and it's a safe place exactly and like me and you and each of us is all we really have so it's like if you can't keep that safe then you have nothing you know so yeah pretty right on Mm -hmm. totally and and so okay so let's extrapolate that and put it into toxic relationships so Mm -hmm. if in your relationship you can't feel that way yeah then does that tell you not positive right yeah it's not the right relationship totally because with yourself, you have the right relationship. Yeah, exactly. And, and so if that's someone, really important. That's right. And yeah. if someone can't fit into that and make you feel the way you want to feel, or the way... Then you, it's, yeah, it's just nothing. Mm-mm. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and a friend who, like, I've kind of had similar struggles with that recently. We're talking <laughs> pretty cynically the other day of just, like, is there anyone that, like, makes you feel that way and whatever? And kind of forget where I was going with this but it's just like yeah feeling augmented in a relationship and not losing yourself because I think so many of us do lose ourselves oh this is where I was going of like is a relationship the be all end all most important thing in this world you know because I feel like our society do you feel that right now no, I don't. And I think there our... But there, like you that, there you <laughs> go. There you go. We recently watched... Uh, what is... Big my, Fat Greek Wedding. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. There you go. One and two. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you're listening to the audio version of this, it comes with a hand movement <laughs> as well. <laughs> but um, it's just like, I think you and I, probably less so me than you, were raised in a society where relationship is like the highest premium like especially marriage or like a partner is something is kind of like constant it's like 
media, movies, books, everything. It's like (laughs) the end goal is always to be with someone else. And it's like, I think if for a lot of us who maybe don't find that someone else that it actually feels good or comfortable in, it's like, is it worth it? to lose the you that just feels good just Mm -hmm. for the sake of that and it's like no yeah never 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 definitely never um I don't know if I was totally raised like I know that was around me but my I honestly didn't think that I would match up at an early early age yeah it's and I, even, like, my mom's mom, she was 40 before she married. Yeah. Which, in the 20s... Wow. Yeah. That's pretty badass, actually. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, because I, I feel like I never grew up wanting it either, but now it's, like, almost all I can think about <laughs> now that really? I don't have it. Not that I necessarily want it again, but it's just, it's just, like, it's, like, on the checklist, it feels like, you know? Hmm. I guess so. No, well, so the question is how come you grew up not wanting it but now you do? Mm. What's shaped that? Perhaps because I was a more secure person when I was young. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to have five dogs aloft and that's it. (laughs) But But you're still that person. Oh, I know. I think it's just like. Uh, when you talk to me, you're still that person. Yeah, and I'm trying to more and more get back to that person. But I think if you delve into several relationships that are very intense, it's and like we were talking about that I've ended recently, mm-hmm. it's like you lose that person a little bit. So then, mm-hmm. like, you're just thinking when you're finding yourself and finding your life, you're, like, looking at a checklist of, of what you should do in your life, which I think a lot of people do also. It's like when anyone looks at trying to be successful... <laughs> It's not often a personal list. Yeah. It's more so just like family, kids, job, money, house, whatever, mm-hmm. as opposed to like my childhood dream of having this many dogs or whatever that is, you know. But what's wrong with going back to that? Oh, it's the best thing ever. And that's what yeah. I want. I'm just saying like, I think it's. I think just it's hard to talk yourself out of prioritizing your life around finding someone sometimes. Hmm. So that's the part of you that wants to lose yourself in someone. Yeah, I think so. Not the part of yourself that's wanting the five dogs and deciding what they... Yeah, I don't really think they're the same person. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What? <laughs> well, you better explore that. I know. I'm trying. Because <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't they be the same person? Well, yeah. Like, in my new dream, it's just, like, I have the five dogs, or I'm on my way to the five dogs, and then that person just walks into it, and it's effortless. And that's, like... That's exactly right. Real. That's yeah, real. Totally. So maybe... Maybe the... you conjured up other images that really aren't real. Are not my images. Yeah. (laughs) True. That are what you said, social media, what you see with other people. Yeah. Well, I don't know. And the funny thing is, what you see with other people will never... Not always true. Right. (laughs) Actually, never true. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You never, never... Oh, God. No. There's so many relationships that I know about and then see 
online in very different ways. And even my own relationships, it's like, I see people being like, oh, you guys are so great in, like, my previous marriage or, like, my previous bandmates or whatever previous relationships I've had that people, like, perceive them in this way of, like, they want that. But it's like, you don't really know what it is. You have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. When those doors close, you have no idea what goes on. Yeah. Right? How... Do you think you often thought about other people's relationships when you were younger or, like, other people's lives? No. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. No. Because I think almost everyone in my generation thinks about other people's lives and other people's relationships basically all the time. I don't know. I don't think so at all. You don't think that people now do that? No, that yeah, my that generation. Yeah, that you did that. No. No. Probably nowhere near to the same extent. No, I, yeah. I do see that that's a really huge pressure on people. It is, because you're inappropriate. just constantly looking. And, like, even I was thinking the other day, like, I'm a musician. And, like, so all of my friends are musicians. And, like, every time I go on Facebook, it's, like, everyone, you know, or Instagram saying, like, I've done this thing. I've done that thing. Like, it's constant pressure from your peers <laughs> of, like what you're succeeding in in life for sure whether it be relationship or career and it's very it's interesting but yeah I guess you wouldn't really have had that no yeah that's funny and but if you if you extend that to what I experienced again like behind closed doors Mm -hmm. and in yourself as a person what really matters are those things totally so even when you see all those other people their instagram posts their facebook posts yeah it doesn't matter it it still doesn't really matter because it's what's happening in your day-to-day and in your heart and in your world yeah and behind your closed doors totally well i guess it doesn't feel good then it's not right that's like another really important part of the question of like what is a toxic relationship how do you identify it and how do you leave it is um knowing your own truth Mm. right is Mm. what you're saying Mm. of like if you don't feel good then that's all that matters then there you go. (laughs) (laughs) She just waved the hand. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, like really whatever facts someone else is going to tell you or whatever facts you can come up with in your own head or like pros and cons or whatever, like if you don't feel good and it's not getting gooder, better, (laughs) then it's, it's not good. Like it's not it. Then it's not it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's also a really tricky thing. Like that mantra again of like, get back to yourself, remember yourself because like, it's really easy to just convince yourself that you're wrong or feel these feelings and then just not listen to it and not do it. Well, when you say get back to yourself, because even if you take my mom as an example, Mm -hmm she's now living on her own yeah and she has friends but she just has herself yeah so if she's not happy with herself and you know when you're in your 80s it's kind of hard to find a mate totally 
And if you don't like yourself and you're not happy with yourself, yeah. they're going to be pretty miserable days. And yeah, exactly. Like so, you're all, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 80, whenever. Yeah, you, well, even it's, like it's just you you're left with. Totally, and like you know, like I'm going to be up here basically alone <laughs> all summer, and it's like yeah, if I'm not happy, like shit, that's gonna yeah. suck. Like who's going to make you happy? Yeah, no, no one. <laughs> yeah, you have to make yourself happy. Yeah, for sure, it's so important. Yeah. And, and I mean, seek out ways to make yourself happy. Yeah, mean you and also sit there. when that's other people and that's a way, that's great for yeah. sure. Go do that, but yeah. And I feel like once you are able to do that with yourself, then your relationships are so much more wonderful. Also, yeah. Like I feel like since I've removed so much bullshit other relationships, I've been really, really able to enjoy the relationships that I do have. And that I do enjoy in like such a deeper, better way. I can honestly say I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. With me and you? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. How so? Um, you're not as uh, prickly. <laughs> I didn't know I was prickly, but <laughs> there well, you go. <laughs> just, well, like on edge. Yeah. Hmm. Right? And I mean, on edge is a defensive thing when you're yeah. in situations that aren't working for you. Often. I think yeah. people are more on edge and quick to anger or, or quick to just shut down. Yeah, totally. Because they're think, used to doing that. Right. Yeah. So I think... Um, but it's like, yeah, if you allow yourself to be in a place in all your relationships where you feel able to be vulnerable because you trust all those people and you're comfortable, yeah. then you literally can be that with all of them. And it's like, it's no qualms. It's just like, it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. nice. That's a really good point because mm -hmm. you know that they're going to take care of that. Yeah. And it's like those people who are already in your life also deserve that too. Yes, because those people that are closest to you are often the ones that get the brunt of your of angst. the people shitting you over. Yeah, yes. totally. Yes. And, so like, and, and really, that's not always very fulfilling. Well, no. For the other people oh, definitely who are not. And if you. those people are these great people that they obviously are, they're probably going to, you're probably going to become their toxic person. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, then it's just like, you're going to get left because they're smart enough. Yeah. Which is really important as well. It's like, if you allow toxic relationships to take over you, then you also cut yourself off from really positive, great relationships. Yeah. 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 But back to your point, if you're not happy within yourself, then it's hard to be happy in a relationship. That's also true. Yeah. yeah. I think that you were just saying that. Yeah. Well, I was also just saying, just listen to yourself. I was almost going to go back to an analogy of we had to take my van into the shop the other day, which is something that oh I my really God, you're not gonna air this publicly. dislike doing. <laughs> and I was pretty stressed out all day. I'm just like, I don't like doing this. Because it's like, which is also another very common, like, human trait of like, we don't like going to the doctors in case something's wrong. Or the dentist. Like, don't like going to the dentist. We don't like taking our cars in. Like, it's just like, we just want to stay moving forward at whatever cost. But it's like, if you hear something in the car moving and not sounding quite right, like it was. <laughs> um, oh, God, now you have this on film. <laughs> um, 
then you should take it in because you're right. You're right to hear that something's not quite right. And if taking it in, aka talking to that person about the relationship, means that it's going to cost you $5,000 and your van is dead, then that's better than you driving this really horrible van that's going to kill you. <laughs> so yeah. it's like if you're in a relationship and you're hearing these noises, like take it in and see, Interesting it, and see analogy. if it's not... Very quite easy. right or maybe it's a very fi- fixable thing that's right which it's sometimes it is and also well like oh that that's actually a very good point yeah is if you keep like internalizing totally this feeling bad in your relationship without verbalizing it yeah or without taking it into the shop yeah then you're never gonna know well the, yeah you're never gonna know or it's gonna get worse and worse and worse which yeah. is exactly like just acknowledging the issue yeah which is so important yeah such maturity. Oh. <laughs> Are we in the nicest place ever? <laughs> Definitely. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a whole thing, relationships. But it's good. I, I get wanting it so badly. But yeah. honest, honestly, that, that's toxic in itself, too. I know, it's funny, though, because I don't even think of myself as someone who wants things like that badly. I think I think maybe more so what it is with me is that I want to do, like, the best I can that badly. Well, then, then the rest will fall in. I know, but I think it's, like, this negative association with, like, choosing to end something or quit something is like me quitting on that person who has given me positive things at one point or whatever you know okay go back to the van analogy i know totally it is like you just have to if you you have to face it and if if they are dead like if they can't continue to give you things then like it is dead but it's like yeah i think i put relationships on such a high premium in my life that if one's not going well, I'm just like, I'll just do whatever I can for that person, you know? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like, I take it on, I think. Right. Which I'm not saying is right. Right, because I think everything else you've just said is... No, no, like, I'm saying this is my issue and, like, why I've right. gotten into these places. Oh, I see. I think is, like... I see. Because what you're saying about, like, understanding yourself and Totally yourself, is not that, but it's, it's just, like, like, all of those things just, like, get switched off somewhere when I'm, like, oh. this person is not doing well and I'm their friend and, like, I'm just gonna, like, take it all on because I love them or whatever. So it's, like... Isn't there that expression, like, killing them with kindness? So, like, you're I don't think that means that. No, but, like, you're being so kind that you're really not facing, like, you're just putting on... Wow, that's so funny. That is never what I thought that expression oh. meant. <laughs> yeah, like you're, just really? being, like, you're just being so kind that you're not really, like, you're overcompensating. You're just being yeah, kind. Yeah, and it's almost like they don't even ignoring... get the real me yeah. as well, because it's like, I'm just saying fine to, like, whatever. Then, then I go home, and I'm like... <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. and you're not being real. No, it's not real. Yeah. So your kindness is like killing the situation because killing it with kindness. I've never thought of it in that way. I've always well, maybe thought I've got it wrong. That's, but that's no, how I, I kind of it. like it though. It's cute. Yeah. It's like I always thought kill it with kindness is like 
like just be kind to something to end it like if someone's being mean to you just like be so nice to them that like it ends yeah but that's kind of very telling of what I was just saying (laughs) that's right like you're not being you're just putting on the kindness and you're not really presenting the real you yeah which really just does no one any favors nope yeah nope yeah but you are a kind person so are you. <laughs> Not as kind as you. Yeah. How long have you been married for again? 1983. 1983 do the math. Yeah. Almost 35 years. That's pretty long. That is a long time. Yeah. And that's kind of rare too. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Like happily also. Yeah. I mean, certainly there were tussles and struggles. Yeah. I don't doubt it. But I think that's... But as you said, it was always a team effort to work through it. Right, and it's always part of, I mean, you're two people coming from totally separate backgrounds Mm -hmm. trying to, like, mesh a family together. So there's going to be struggles because each of you have different... Different ways, different different ways of doing and thinking. Yeah, it is funny. So it does, yeah, it does take discussion. Yeah. I was reading that, like, my generation is, like, really the first to experience like an epidemic of divorce really which is true like right because like how many when you were growing up how many people like how many kids in your class had parents divorced yeah not many like like hardly at all like none hardly right like yeah and in my generation, it was more like, how many people do you have that have parents, parents. are together? Or it's their, f- it's the first parent. Yeah, like, well, it was not, it was not many. Like, yeah. I remember, like, it was rare. You would always ask me when I had new friends, it was like, oh, are their parents together? <laughs> 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 uh, and it was usually like, no, they're no, <laughs> not. There's only a mom, there's yeah, only a dad. Yeah, but it, yeah. like, it is, I think it is an interesting thing that's shaped my generation in a different way yeah. of not a lot of people grew up with parents mm-hmm. as one unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what my point was, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. It's just funny. Well, it's just, generational differences. Yeah. Of just how relationships evolve and grow. Mm-hmm. But I still do really think that, like, if you do find people who it's it's not negative, then it's so wonderful to stick with people. Yeah. I think that's probably also something that holds me back from removing myself from, like, toxic relationships is kind of going back to the idea of your quitting, of, like, mm. the idea of a stigma on me that but if I was to end a relationship, it was because I didn't really want it. But is it your quitting? Or I think you should rephrase that to we're quitting. I know, but in all of them, it's always been, have to be me who says, I think this is over. Even though but the other people are the ones who quit it on me, well, honestly, they, yeah. earlier. Yes. Yeah, but it's like having to be the actual one to say but, it. Is well, hard. yes, yes, I'm and sure it that makes is. you feel like you are the quitter, except that those people haven't given you what you wanted, what you needed, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been a we, yeah, for sure. And You're it's just, still not a we in the end of it because <laughs> it's like I'm forced to say it, yeah. which is honestly like if it wasn't toxic, 
probably would be mutual decisions, you well, know? Well, is it any better that 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 you say it or the other person says it? I don't think it's really any better. I mean, no. It's not. I mean, kind of. Why? Oh, I think it's, it's so much less pressure. Like, it's just so much pressure to be like... I disagree. Oh, I'm going to make this decision for everyone. No, but if someone's Sucks. saying it to you, then it's like a knock to your self-esteem. Like, yes, but if you were saying it to each other... That but it's never nice. to each other. I it's know. always one or the other. That's my dream world. No, it's not. You're, there you go. Yeah, yeah you're, in a, you're in a dream world <laughs> I know. There. It's going to be one or the other. So you're either yeah. like, like the offendee or the offended. I know, I guess so. So... Yeah. Again, it all it comes back to is be you. I know. It is be you. Because if you're being you and doing that, then mm-hmm. that's the right thing. If you're being you and someone is telling you it's over, yeah. then that's the right thing. Yeah, true. But also, like, knowing that if you do want an end, like, if you want to end a relationship. Do you want some more wine? No, I'm good. good. I haven't. (laughs) I've been drinking this whole time. I've been talking. (laughs) Um, If you do want to end, if you do want to end a relationship, knowing that that's not because you wanted it to end. No, of course you didn't. Well, but yeah, okay, you didn't want it to end, but really you did want it to end. Well, you're... But, like, what you initially set out to do... You don't want it to end. You didn't want that to end. Like, but, if, if you set out to but be someone's you, best friend or be someone's... But, but okay, but the point you're at, you want it to end. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you're disrespecting your beginning point. No, no. But, like, I'm just saying... No. I think, for me, that's a helpful bit of advice because I think there is a notion if you're ending a relationship... In my head, there's this idea that it's, like, I'm disrespecting the beginning of it, and I'm, like... No. Well, okay, I know, but no. I'm choosing, like, I'm just saying... But are it's, you it's, really? No, I no. think it's more respectful to what you wanted in the beginning to end what it is not now. Yes. Is the truth. But I think, in you know, I'm a stupid head. It's, like... Because... You're choosing to quit this thing that you said you could do, you know? Well, it's always hard to accept defeat, failure. Yeah, but but, but I'm saying that it's it's not failure. Like, but it, like for just for anyone who's going through this now. Yeah. If that's something you're thinking, it's not true, and it is no negative reflection on you if you're able to recognize something no longer working, and say this is no longer working, then that's. Well, can't you give a for instance, like, with your marriage? Yeah. You two are back to the people you were. Okay, well, we're best friends, yeah, if we're going to air all that out. (laughs) Um, Still. And you're you're still amazing people the way you started out. Yeah. For sure. Okay, or, like, like even here's a more plain and simple, for instance, almost, like, my cats I have to give away. Now I have two cats. Um, that my husband and I got together and now he's back out west so I have two cats and I'm a musician who travels all the time and I can't keep two cats I just can't do it and like I know that (laughs) and knowing that and acknowledging that and doing something about it is the better responsible thing to do but it's really hard to not feel like I'm failing 
what I said I could do initially, which was take these two cats in and give them a home. Well, that's you're being don't well me. Well. I know I'm being hard on myself. You're exactly, but I know, but that's my whole thing because is I'm hard on myself. It's like well, yeah, yeah, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> because honestly, you can't like you can't rewrite history, and you I know, but I think can't. in exiting relationships but, it's it's so hard but isn't it harder to have those cats and like have them in your apartment it is for, i absolutely second, know let me yeah. finish. have them by themselves for a week on end because you're on tour yes and hope okay, that they wouldn't be fyi i know. would not be by but themselves like for hope a week someone on would come in and take care of them yeah. or make that arrangements and they're missing you terribly yeah instead of them finding a new family that who's they there can, all the time yes who can just love them always yes, yes of course and that's like, I, I understand the rationale, but I was, I'm just saying there's, like, this little voice in exiting relationships that's hard to escape. You don't think that? Like, have you yes. not had that? Yes. Yes. There, yes. You, there you go. <laughs> like, um, it's hard to not say these really negative things about yourself, at least for me, when I'm trying to change. Except when you stop saying those negative things. Totally, and you that's where like you, getting back you to you and right. conversations like this and sharing with other people like this is very important. But it's like, yeah, I'm and just then the next time I'm around, just acknowledging yeah. what is difficult, so that like anyone who is experiencing this can, you know, maybe not feel so alone. But right. yeah, it's like it really does come back to I think that like I don't know why I said that to myself today. It's just like it was a good thing. Came to me and then I felt better straight away. You did because I woke up. I woke today. up and like <laughs> I still felt like shit. Like and I lay in bed for like an hour and I was like, I'm not gonna get up until I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to not feel happy again today. Good. And then I thought about it for a while and then it was just yeah the ultimate is just get back to you, remember yourself, be yourself. And like, because you're a great self. Yeah, and so is everyone. Like, yeah. unless they're in a hospital. Oh, oh! Sorry, I spilled my wine all over my sandals <laughs> and my feet. There was no bug spray. <laughs> Time to wrap it up because the bugs are coming. Yeah, they are coming. Um, but yeah, okay. I guess our mantra is whether it's a car or your health or a relationship if your bones are squeaking weird or your car is running funny or your relationship whatever kind of relationship it is doesn't feel quite right take it in and look at it together or with another person and if it comes out well then keep going and that's great and if it doesn't then accept it um, and also, yeah, be yourself. Be yourself. Get back to you. Remember you. And that's the that's the best. It's just the best to be yourself. Like, there's nothing nothing better to be yourself and share that with other people yep. who also enjoy it. Sorry, this is getting so many bugs. <laughs> okay. Um, and yes, this has been my mom, Sheila Johnston, on uh, Impractical Woman Studies for season two episode two um which was such a privilege to have her come although it took some convincing but i think it was pretty fun in the end it was uh, <laughs> um and yeah forest, i felt like myself good <laughs> there you go there you go uh forest will be on next week i believe again solo um and then yeah we'll touch base with you guys from there thanks so much for tuning in bye, bye.
Um, okay, well, yeah, I was very shy. You were not shy at all. No, once I... Because I felt comfortable talking to you. Well, but because that's how, like, that's the, that's the whole idea of the podcast is it's not formal at yeah. all. It's just talking. Yeah. 